Greetings, welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Movie Critic. I'm Spling, and this week, I'm saying this week the whole time, but uh, it's not really a weekly podcast. It's an as and when podcast. So, as and when, I'm talking about swearing, coarse language, and curse words, whatever you call it, bad language in film. This uh, podcast was basically prompted by Malcolm and Marie, which I just saw today. And uh, it is one of those films, it's basically a two-hander, meaning that uh, it's driven by two uh, co-lead performances. And I uh, really enjoyed it. It managed to captivate me. It managed to remain dramatically... um, relevant and it had a great tension to it the whole way through and they used the space really well and uh, it's shot in black and white it's on netflix and i think it is worth checking out one of my things that uh, kind of gets to me a little bit is when language especially bad language is used just gratuitously and while i found parts of this film very well-written and very astute and and uh, and very aware. I just felt that uh, it was, was excessive in terms of its language. It was uh, not quite the Wolf of Wall Street or the Big Lebowski in terms of how much bad language was used. Uh, in both cases, those films are kind of like punctuated by F-bombs and and uh, all kinds of expletives. I uh, just found that the language kind of took away from the uh, occasion of the film. It's between two people. It's in their house. And I'm not going to give away too much more than that. Uh, between a filmmaker and his girlfriend. And and uh, the sort of fallout that happens following a big night for the filmmaker himself and while i can you know i can appreciate that uh, there are some heated moments i just felt almost unnatural for them to be using so much coarse language and i know that in the days of old hollywood they would actively try to raise the standards by not allowing bad language that's when Uh, You know, there were quite a few gatekeepers to the system. And then things kind of took a bit of a turn in New Hollywood where, you know, these kind of words were more um, uh, able to sort of be used. And, uh, you know, and obviously they they added quite a bit of texture to characters and uh, also inform us in terms of their, their backgrounds and that kind of thing. But it's like anything, you know, um, when you use too much of it, there is a limit. And uh, in the Big Lebowski's case, it's also how it's used and the the tone of um, the characters speaking. In the Big Lebowski, you know, um, John Goodman's character was kind of just using it so offhandedly that it kind of wasn't as offensive as uh, as it could have been. He's sort of just, it's just him, and it's just the way he talks, and he doesn't make a big deal about it, it just kind of happens. 
And to me, that's more more in tune with, uh, you know, kind of just painting a, a picture for that character. And it's not trying to shock and it's not trying to cause offense. Um, I think other films have got it right. and But this one, Malcolm and Marie, it just kind of, it was almost trying to be edgy and and kind of overstepping the mark. Uh, you know, even as an actor, I can imagine them sort of trying to learn the lines and to try and get the right number of <laughs> F-bombs into a almost soliloquy. I mean, it's just, it just kind of got too over the top. And it's, it's, you know, if it's distracting the audience, it's breaking that suspense of disbelief, and it actually harms the film. So you almost want it to be organic and natural enough to not do that. If you are, a, you know, breaking the fourth wall, you are in a comedy, and you're doing it for shock value, that's something different. But I just find it almost, it, it's, it's not even um, a lack of vocabulary. I mean, this, this is a well-written film, and they uh, demonstrate, I'm, I've forgotten his first name now, Levinson, uh, he's able to demonstrate that he can write and this is one of those films that really does create some intense and intimate moments between this couple and because it hinges on these uh, important performances the words are very important and so you know it's not like it's happening the whole way through the film it's just in little bursts but those bursts just feel like overplayed and bothersome and ordinarily if if uh, coarse language is used in a film and it's used sparingly or it's kind of used with a level of restraint i i kind of don't doesn't really bother me that much so it's really just when when uh it feels as though it's been taken too far and the same applies to a lot of things you know there's gratuitous sex scenes that that will happen in a film and these days, you know, um, with the whole hashtag Me Too movement, uh, there's a lot more focus on that area. And it's quite interesting that um, I mention that because uh, Zendaya, who plays one of the leads in Malcolm and Marie, actually does show a lot of skin. And um, while it isn't like anything that I would say is gratuitous in terms of sex scenes, um, it's actually kind of tame. She basically is almost always parading around the house in, uh, not next to nothing, but in very revealing outfits. Her wardrobe is quite limited and she's playing a character who is sexy and quite sort of liberated. But it, uh, it kind of, I was just thinking in terms of, I'm sure that it was quite a, an intimate kind of set as well, and there probably weren't too many cast and, and crew to sort of um, get in the way. But it kind of comes back to that whole idea of, uh, of what is the line, where is the line, in terms of uh, that, that sort of level of exploitation. And the characters talk about the idea of Hollywood um, in terms of... Uh, prostituting oneself to one extent. And I suppose that could be true of any industry, but particularly true of, of Hollywood, where you sort of are selling bits of yourself. 
you are uh, selling your image. And uh, this kind of branches out. It sort of shatters into all sorts of ideas for podcasts. I mean, with the whole idea of being able to uh, live beyond yourself, like a lot of Star Wars characters have, where they appear in films subsequent to their death. We're kind of on the, the cusp of something quite interesting in terms of the law not really being actually at that place now. But anyway, I'm sort of digressing in, <laughs> in sort of a, a really epic way. But the bottom line is, uh, if you draw too much attention to something and it becomes distracting to the audience, then you've done it wrong. And unless you're tr trying to create a distraction or just doing something for shock value, then uh, you just need to sort of uh, rethink that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I'm not a prude, but I also uh, can appreciate good writing. And I don't think it is always necessary to, to go straight to the expletives in order to try and be trendy and, and hip and whatever. It's, uh, I think it's just much classier if you're able to create the right mood um, without having to rely on those cheap tricks. And uh, obviously they are going to be useful when you're talking about a character and uh, trying to give an idea of their background. Um, but if you sort of are relying too heavily on that, not great. That's it. That's the podcast.